This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this. Little bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. Well, I'm kidding. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun, take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for Live at five, live at five, live at five. Goodness gracious. Oh, oh. You ever go buy a, you know, a glass mirror or something in the store, you don't, you don't, you don't anticipate seeing yourself? Then you realize what you've been looking like for the last 60 years, and you're like, whoa, what in the... I just got a good look at myself in my, uh, I gotta get a haircut. Oh my goodness gracious. My new expression. Been saying it on and off since I was born, but uh, goodness gracious! Well, I just I said it again. So uh, anyway, that's me. So what's happening? We did the uh, the hotline show uh, hours ago, and uh, I had the top 100 people, famous people of of Northern New York. At the top of the list was Richard Grieco. Vigo Mortensen was number two. I went over a litany of of names. Um, F.W. Woolworth was like, I don't know, he was, you know, as you get further away from your death, he died in 1919, regardless of whether or not you contributed great things. No, no disrespect to Richard Grieco, great actor, great family. I met his brother David, who's doing the, the statue there on Public Square. But uh, Jeepers, I mean, you know, anyway, that, that, that list is... Uh, is available online. Top 100 people, and I guess it's every region. So GP, I don't know. Google put all this together. It's fascinating stuff because you learn a lot. Because you go from someone that's a contemporary, someone that was born in the 80s, like a lacrosse player, and you go right back to a guy that was born in you know 1812. Fascinating. Uh, so anyway, the if you've been listening to Sean Hannity, you've been hearing the same show now for roughly 30 years. He hasn't been on that long, but you, you're getting the idea. I have a theory. I think, you know, again, you know, the, the, the one issue that a lot of people either bring up or don't, and I think finally they are talking about it with respects to the Memphis killing, uh, the beating of, that led to the, the, the murder uh, charges three days later, is, 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 you know, something we don't normally see. We see it in, we see it in urban America with black-on-black crime, but we don't see it in the form of, of police beating up, and in this case, killing a black man. See you, Joe. So, but I, I swear that our friend, you know, Sean Hannity knows that. And he's, and he's kind of playing up to it without admitting it. So he's been talking about this. You know, again, it's a slow day. In the front cover of the New York Post, for instance, they had what people are considering a, a huge scandal. And it's not. But you see what I'm saying here. They have a picture of the Empire State Build, Building celebrating the victory of the of the Philadelphia Eagles getting into the uh, the Super Bowl. For the record, not the first time. They did it in 2017. Apparently, no one really made a big deal about that. But in this post-COVID era, era, um, it's a big deal. And it made the front page. Oh, this is ludicrous. This is terrible. What is it? And you know what? If you look at it, it is kind of stupid. I mean, I could see if it's the New Jersey Devils. But it's the Philadelphia Eagles. That's your arch nemesis. You just lost to them the week before. Anyway, it's a slow news day. So for, for Hannity, it is a slow news day. Because there's nothing, I mean, there's a lot of other things to talk about. But, you know, he, this, he seem, he's harping on this. And what I'm thinking he's doing in, in his own little, you know, conniving ways, he's like, hey, you got to stop blaming it on white people. And now you get, you get all types of pundits saying, well, this is, this is from the roots of, of whiteness. 
white supremacy is is embedded in in, in our policing, regardless of the of the man who wears the badge. So oh, that's great logic. So he brings that up. But I just think he's pushing it so. I mean, come on, he's on. If you listen to Hannity for three hours today or two hours, because I interrupt his third hour, inevitably he'll continue the same conversation in the third hour. Say, Sean, we get it, we understand. Stop it already. I don't know what to say. It's a terrible thing. Uh, something's got to be done. If you name any branch of your of your police department a name after something from the Warriors. The movie, of course, from the 1979. Uh, then you got a problem right off the bat. And then when you fist punch uh, pump someone, uh, how do you say that? Uh, the, two of the police officers, after literally beating the life out of this young man, fist bumped each other afterwards. Like, hey, great job. Yeah. But here's my theory behind this. And I kind of tried to explain this at the, at the hotline show today without harping on it like, like Hannity. I'll walk away from this if you don't want to talk about it. But here's my deal. And this is not the first time. I think when you're around smart people, you want to impress people with how smart you are. You don't want to be dumb. And you don't want to come across as being stupid. So you want to be smart. If you, want to, if you, if you think you're a good golfer and you're around other good golfers, you want to look like a good golfer. If you're a rough, tough cop and you, you know, want to show that you belong to be in that in that police department, not to mention the Scorpions, you're going to rough up somebody. And for whichever reason, they felt like this kid needed more and more of, of that, and that he, he, he resisted only because he was scared for his life, literally, and well, he should have. But they looked at it like, oh, this is a sign of weakness. I got I to gotta beat this guy up even more. And then the other guy did the same. It's, it becomes mob mentality. To the point where you're way overdoing it and you don't even know it. And then you're fist bumping someone. Well, look what we did to a 145-pound kid in handcuffs. And we sprayed him repeatedly with pepper spray. And we, and we did the, uh, the, the, the taser as well. It's, it's a loss of cognitive behavior where you don't realize how bad you are. It's like someone who gets really, really drunk and says, no, nah, I could drive. You're irrational. But you're also trying to prove your might, your, your, how, how strong you are. And it's like, well, if he can't handle him, I'm going to jump in there. I'm going to show how to handle this kid. If you can't do it, I'll do it. And then no one could do it. And then they overdid it. And then you have a dead 23-year-old. And then you got everyone uh, in, on, in CNN, not everybody, but a lot of people said, oh, this, is, this, is, this, is, this isn't our fault. It's white, white people's fault. <laughs> All right, whatever. Higher in the air. Yeah, Glenn, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Perfect, actually. Okay, great. I had a hard time getting through it, so I was wondering. Yeah. Um, a couple reasons I called. Yeah. Uh, I surely do miss you, and you're not on the show, I'll tell you that. Well, well um, I'm usually here. Yeah, but thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, number two is, a lady, did you listen to this, a noon show on Friday? Um, I did, and I did, yeah, I, I did listen to on Friday. Okay, did you hear... When that lady called uh, the mayor up and was howling at him about being so sarcastic and rude to people. Um, I might have heard, again, I worked during that time frame, but I might have heard some parts of that, my friend. Yes. Well, it, I, I'm not piling on the mayor, because I, for the most part, I think he does a great job. But she was right. And because I almost called the day before, because he will not let this golf course go. I mean, he keeps on bringing up the same thing over and over. The, what he has to realize, the ball game is over. The city owns it. Let's go forward from here. See what we can do it over time to try to uh, try to fix the situation. You know, well, make it profitable or yeah. sell it to somebody else right. or, or whatever. But uh, mm -hmm. don't go. I mean, he, he goes over the. That's the one point that comes to mind. But he goes over three or four points the whole time. And you can, if you read between the lines, you could tell that I'm no Cliff fan by no means. He's talking about Cliff and his cronies. He's talking about PJ. Um, sorry, that's what I say about that. But he just needs to tone it down a little bit on that. Uh, number three is, and I'm really not complaining about it a lot because I really love his show. Yeah. The, your first call at noon today, yeah. again, I agree with 99% of what he says. Mm -hmm. But you need to tell him that lets you talk. He wasn't so bad today. <laughs> other times, he doesn't put a comma or a period in sentences. He just talks straight through, and you'll go to answer, 
and he just keeps trying to talk and doesn't even listen to you. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. No, I know. You I, ever notice that? Well, no, I, I know people are passionate, and and in his case, the gentleman you're referring to, I think he's in and out. He's he says what he wants to say, and then he'll leave. Yes, um, I try to get a word in as well. I think a lot of people are in a zone when they call me. Not not all. But some people just like, this is what I want to say to Glenn. This is what I want to say to Jeff Graham or Jeff Smith. And I'm going to say it. And if anyone starts talking to me, I'm going to say it anyway. So, yeah. And, and then he's in and out. But I, I see what you say. Listen, today I was watching a little bit of, of uh, for some reason or other, I was watching something on NBC. And they were talking over each other. And, yes, it is very annoying. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. It drives me mental. So. Um. But no, but, one, but more one, thing, one more thing before, before you... Go, no, sorry. no, no, because here's the thing about Jeff. Jeff Smith knows that this is over, and, I, and you know that, and I know that. And why? He literally signed off on the check from the city on Friday, the very day he spoke to that woman. So while he knows that, it still reverberates in, in Mayor Jeff Smith's head, like, oh, boy, look what we just did. So he's, you know, he's just, he's, he's uh, you know, he's telling everyone what's on his mind. That's, that's what it comes down to. He's not, a, he's not happy with this, and I think you know that. Yep, yep, I agree. Yeah. Um, oh, one more thing. Yeah. Since, um, and I'll let you go after this. I don't want to line up. Nonsense. Danny Francis, and I, I might have missed this. I'm not sure. I might, might have missed it. Yeah. But I do know he did all kinds of complaining when they found files in Trump's home. Might. They found, he did all kinds of complaining when they found them in uh, Pence's home. Right. I have not heard him say one word about Feynman and Biden's. Right. He, he he did um, to some degree. He said there was a difference. I forget his answer, but I just found out. And this again, I got I, I get all types of stuff sent to me. My good friend uh, sent me something today. Apparently, they they needed a tractor trailer to get all the stuff out of out of Biden's place in Delaware. Is that I don't know if that's true, but oh it, really? I heard it's like fifteen papers or something. Boxes upon boxes that they, I guess they're just clearing house to get everything out of there. Because and it's my understanding from past years, anyhow, that all presidents take papers home. Right, right. Yeah, but so, and, uh, in this day and, and age, and go ahead. In this day and age, why in the world are we? Why do we have paper uh, a trail of anything? I mean, you know, put it on a CD-ROM yeah. or you know, put it put it in a in a in a computer that's in a you know. To me, it's just like it's the old-fashioned way. I just picture someone coming in there with. With, with black gloves and a flashlight, you know, paging through and taking pictures <laughs> of all these documents that no one seems to care about. But, yeah, it is. It's embarrassing. Uh, it's a tit-for-tat. It's a double standard, which I hate because it, it's all we hear every day. You know, Hannity was trying to allude to that, too, in his own little conniving way with this whole uh, Memphis thing. Uh, I don't know. I just, it, it's whatever we do, and by that I mean Republicans, conservative people, it's wrong. Whatever they do, it's justified. And, and they, they convince each other all the time because they have the power of, of the media. And, the, you know, really, they, they dictate the, the, the land of ignorant people. And, and Joy Behar and the others are, uh, you know, the, the Don Lamonts are all part of that. That's, 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 you're, that's you're where right. we are. You're right. And um, I, I told you a long time ago, or a few months ago, Yeah. my grandfather told me when I was a kid, uh, if you show a Republican or a conservative, prove it to them they're wrong, they'll admit it. Right. Pick up the pieces and go on. Sure. A liberal Democrat mm-hmm. will never, ever admit they're wrong. And you know why? And I just said it. Why Why is that? Why, why do you think that, that they feel that way? I, I don't know. You tell me. I, I'll tell you because they feel content that there's enough people that feel the way they do and that they, they're in the comfort zone when they walk into a cafe or a Starbucks or somewhere uh, and especially in the college environment, as wrong as they are, they still feel compelled to feel good about themselves because it's 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 mob mentality. They all, most of them, feel it. So whether or not it's wrong, and I think a lot of them know it's wrong, but they just know that they're on the side of good. So therefore, you know, that if you don't agree with me, you you know, and, and if and by the way, if you're going to admit that you're wrong, it just goes to mean that you're wrong. <laughs> it doesn't mean that you're a better person in their eyes. It means, oh, see, you're wrong all along. Uh, and you should die for it <laughs> because I really feel this 
if, 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 if the joy Baharas of the world, I say this again, I, I, I accuse uh, Hannity of, of repeating himself. If the joy Baharas of the world can snap their fingers and get rid of all the conservative people, they would. And they would say they're doing it in the best interest to save our democracy. That's, that's pretty much that's right. an exaggeration. You're 100% right. But that's the way they feel. And if you don't feel like they do, then you're a waste of life and you should just give up your home for uh, someone else who can do a lot better job than you can. Something like that. That's the way I feel. Yeah, I, I know southern states. Uh, my matter of fact, I'm in a southern state right now, hmm. and um, I'm in Florida, but Southern's Republican. Right. But a lot of Southerners originally are Democrats. Yeah, sure. So many of them they have still switched are. over. <laughs> yeah. And switched over. Right. And, and, uh, and I've told people, relatives included, mm-hmm. up in New York, mm-hmm. you don't realize what a communist state is. It's a strong word, but it really fits. Yeah, it is. What a communist state New York is mm-hmm. compared to most of the other USA. So, what part of Florida are you in? I'm in Crystal River, Florida. It's on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. It's about 60 miles north of Tampa. Interesting. Yeah. It's a manatee capital of the world. Do you I fear... like license plates from all over. Uh, yeah. And, and I've see... talked to people from yeah. Europe yeah. and from all over come mm-hmm. here yeah. to look at manatees. Mm-hmm. For which, uh, to me, uh, that's great. But to me, once you see one, you've seen them all, you know. True. I agree. But they, they go out there and they swim with them and... Mm-hmm. They have a heck of a time. Oh, I'm sure they do. Why not? It's the, yeah. it's the sun's it's, 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 boat. It's, it's, I go down the beach and uh, and read a, get a chair out, read a book, and mm-hmm. uh, watch them play around doing it. So let me ask this. Uh, what was the temperature today down where you were? The temperature today was 84 degrees. 84 degrees. And the low, the low tonight is supposed to be 60. Ooh, but the balmy. last three or four nights, mm-hmm. it's gotten down into the... Not last night, but the two or three nights before that. Yeah. It's gotten down into the 30s. Oh. But, yeah. Yeah. And, I'll tell you what, Glenn. Yeah, yeah. 30 degrees. It's been explained to me why, but I can Something to do with humidity. Mm-hmm. 30 degrees down here is a lot colder than 30 degrees up north. See, I don't I don't understand that because the ground is still warm. I, I don't know why a 35-degree temperature would be worse because everything here has been oh. frozen for, for, for months now. Uh, but whatever, oh. I'll take your word for it. I mean, yeah, all I know is last year, this time last year, I was down in Florida. There were beautiful days. We never got up to the 80s, but it was definitely in the 60s and 70s area. And as long as the sun was out, we were in the sun, we were in an empty pool. And I mean an empty pool. <laughs> Nobody was in that pool. And I wasn't just going in there because this was my window of opportunity to go into a pool because, you know, it's January in Florida. No, it was like, wow, this is great weather. I'm going to jump into a pool. And, and there was nobody there. And so, you know, yeah. everyone's, oh, you're not tough, Glenn. Who cares? No, I think we are. I know we are because our bodies are so accustomed to what cold really is that if you take our body, put it into a plane, and plant it uh, 1,800 miles south of here, we're going to say, oh, my God, this is warm at 65. And they're going to no, it's not. It's freezing. What's the matter with you? Oh, that reminds me of a story. And I'll let you go after this. I'm taking up too much time now. I was at the beach not this, uh, not this winter, but last winter. And uh, I was the only one there. I'm sitting there reading a book, and a car pulls in. I have a habit of looking at license plates, see everybody's Uh-oh. Yeah. And it said Vermont. Yeah. So it was a husband and wife and two or three kids. And the high was, right then was 40. Right then, this is like 8, 30, 9 o'clock in the morning. Right. It's 40 degrees out. They get out with the bathing suits on. Yeah, sure. And I said, sir, don't you realize it's 40 degrees out? Yeah. It's cold? Yeah. He goes, damn it, we come all the way from Vermont to go swimming, exactly. and we're going to go swimming. That's right. And That's they right. did. Um, so that, that story about you jumping the pool reminds me. Same thing. Yeah, we, we, you know, because we're, we're, we're accustomed to it. We, yeah, it's just like yeah, yeah, the, the, you know, the, the Russians, they don't care. They look at the sun you know, in Moscow, and if the sun's out, they get naked. They just run into the whatever. They, 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 they just deal, deal with it. Amazing. Sir, thank you very much. Great call. Thanks for getting uh, thank things started. Thank you, sir. You have a great night. Yes, you too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, there you go. That's our first call of the day. Hi, you're on the uh, Live at Five show. Hey, Glenn. How you doing? What's going on? Did you watch Jason? that video of the Memphis Police Department, the police officers beating that black gentleman to death? Uh, no, we didn't talk about that at all, Jason. Yes, actually, I did. Yes, I did see that video. Okay, and didn't that horrify you? What do you think about it? Well, um, let's see. Uh, let's go back. I think it was atrocious. And I think it's an indicative of how guys want to prove that they're tough cops in front of other tough cops. That's my assessment. And it got out of hand. 
Gotcha. You know, you know what Jason C. Kelsey and Jason do with that situation. If well, he found that out here, yeah, the reforms I would do, Glenn, is simply if there's evidence, like there was video evidence, I would push for qualified immunity to be eliminated from the police department. Number one. Mm-hmm. Number two. Um, this is what Jason's going to do when he's a council person. Take the take take their pension away from them so we can teach tough guys like them that it's not okay to go out and beat someone to death. And also, part of that also, I would push for an independent run police department. That way the power of the police union would be taken out of their hands. Yeah. And we would have some real reform because if all we do is talk about it and no real change comes out of it, it's like the homeless crisis and drugs. So, so wait, wait, Jason, here. I just got to interject here. Are you suggesting that this type of uh, incident could happen here in, in our Watertown Police Department or, or law enforcement up here in northern, if, northern New York? If we have some tough guys like that that beat a white guy or a black guy to death, yes. Okay. Well, I don't think that's going to happen. And I'm not saying that we don't have someone that can be overzealous. All I know is it's a really tough thing to be a police officer and, you know, Without knowing all the facts, why they felt compelled to pick on this poor kid the way they did, and with the understanding that it's all being recorded. Now, Jason, remember, they know that this is being recorded. Their cameras are literally on their bodies. And then they then they stood around afterwards, and they were explaining their, their actions. And they were like, oh, yeah, and I did this, and I did that. I'm like, whoa, these guys are really totally out of touch. That's well, the problem, Jason. I don't well, see that happening up here at all. It, well, it, it is, Glenn. I'm not saying it, it's going to happen, but the possibilities of tough guys, like there's six police officers, Five. as I read this article right now. Well, yeah, there's a today, six. Yeah. Yeah. There's six police officers. So when you have tough guys that are programmed through the police academy to do things and go out, because their main priority, Glenn, is to go home safely. Right. Serve that and protect. Is their number one Serve priority. and protect is their main priority. And if we're going to see priest brutality eliminate or knock down where the public can respect priest officers, again, we got, we, they've got to build trust with us. We yes. don't need to build trust with them. But, Jason. They need to build trust with us. Without a doubt. But, Jason, uh, equating this to in, in one way or another, just. Just, you know, this isn't going to happen here in northern New York. We, we deal with all, these guys. They deal with a lot of stuff. They have to deal with drunk people on State Street. They got to deal with domestic disputes. Uh, but they're, they're, they're not going to do it. So I understand what your position, if, you, of course, you were a city councilor. And congratulations on your, on your bid for that, even though you, you haven't gotten your signatures yet. That's neither here nor there. Uh, we, we, we hope the best for you, Jason. Jason, I got to go because it's at the bottom of the hour, and I got to take this call. But thank right, you, care, Jason. Glenn. Jason Trainer, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, you're in the air. Well, as far as the Memphis thing, this isn't your everyday patrolman. This isn't what we have in Watertown. This is a unit specifically designed for gangs, um, high drug traffic areas, and they don't go to a roll call like local policemen do. They're more or less a rogue entity of a police department. They've done it in New York City. They do it in a lot of the bigger cities to try to cut down on the crime. The problem is because they don't have enough oversight, they get overzealous. Sure. It's it, a perfect analogy. The mo- you're a movie guy. The movie Training Day with Denzel Washington yeah. and Ethan Hawke. Right, he's all by on his, on his own, yeah. Yeah, they, they do their own thing, and then these guys, when they when they uh, arrest a drug dealer, 90% of the money doesn't show up in court. Right. It, it's just they have this mentality. It's a mob mentality. Right, right. And because these guys don't have... When I, I saw their mugshot, I, I, you could, I would have never guessed them to be police officers. They look like street people. <laughs> right. Well, that's but yeah. what they did. What they did was heinous. Mm-hmm. It's the most despicable thing I've ever seen. If anyone hasn't seen it, don't look at the body camera. Look at the camera that's above, and shows them mercilessly beat this poor man right. to death. Right. It's disgraceful to any to do to any human being, especially in law enforcement. Sure, sure. And, what? and I will not begrudge the police. My son's a policeman. Mm-hmm. What they did was out of bounds and out of the bounds of law and what their job description is. They ripped him out of the car. They didn't say, Put, no. let me see your hand. They didn't do any of that stuff. Right. These guys were rogue, and they all need to go to jail, and they will go to jail. Right. But any any city that's doing this is making a huge mistake because these guys are so lawless, 
that all they do is abuse the community, and then people really hate the police. Not that they don't hate them now, but it really makes them despise policemen because they abuse their authority. But don't you see this? Don't you see the black community, particularly in Memphis, starting to figure things out that this isn't white supremacy? Don't you think that? Don't you think that people, regardless of color, understand? that somehow or other authority makes you crazy sometimes, you know, like you just explained, when you, when you go unaddressed. And by the way, before I go on with that, what are your thoughts about Whoopi Goldberg saying, hey, is the only way to stop this is for police to beat up and kill a white person? What say you about that? That, that is, is equally as despicable as what we saw on that video. It, listen, these, these people that have a platform where they can say whatever they want and not get fired... It, the people in the viewer, the bu- bunch of simpletons. I've never seen the, a group of dumber human beings in the planet all on one show. But they all agree with it. They, I mean, I'm not just and, talking about the and other. And that's the problem because they're a bunch the of simpletons. They all agree with stupid things. I mean, any any person I know that watches that show, or but and, and I'm not to degrade people that are liberal minded, but they're angry people. Yeah, they are. They don't You're smile. Right. Good point. They hate the world. Right. They're always angry and, and bitching about something. Sure. They, sure. So they, that's all they're placating to you and i don't watch that we laugh at well you watch it i, I watch it because it is the pulse of the liberal uh, mind I, I agree with that yeah and it's and it's there's nothing wrong with seeing how the other side thinks and i'll take it a step further i i think the divide happened again here i go again uh when mr mr president uh, donald trump or future president at the time came down that escalator and all bets are off the table it's like oh here we go not only are we going to pick on the guy with orange hair we're going to pick on everyone that supports him and everybody that looks like him and at that point going forward people could care less if their office workers didn't get along with them if their mother didn't get along with them even if their kids didn't get along with them that's where we are today people are content knowing that they're on one side of righteousness and the other side can go to hell that's where we are that's sad but that's where we are you're 100 percent correct and they're doing this on on purpose because if they keep us divided we don't see what they're actually doing well i honestly think that they believe that they're right that's that's what's crazy about this yes Yes, because they they don't they have the inability to think with their brain. They think with emotion. Uh, if you ever see like uh, guys like uh, Charlie Kirk or Michael Knowles or, or Ben Shapiro for that matter go on campuses, uh, do you ever watch video when they go into a an angry room, mostly you know fat girls who hate guys and you know wear orange hair? No, seriously. And I know I don't mean to degrade them, but typically the the ugliest people get up to the podium. Not all of them. A lot of them are just the typical. You know, upper echelon suburban guy who comes from a wealthy background, goes to a nice school, and he's just so angry at the fact that, you know, we, we enslaved people hundreds of years ago, and, and we treated them like garbage, and we, they weren't a full vote. We gave them 40 acres and a mule, and, and come on, can't you see their need for reparations? And I'm like, where? how did this kid get so friggin' angry at the establishment? And it's because so many people are like him that it becomes, again, mob mentality. They just they, they go along with the flow. And if you don't agree with them, you're on the song. You, you're a part of the insurrectionists. You're part of the J6ers. You must you must hate black people. You must hate gay people. That's the way they look at it. So they justify everything they say because we're, we're the we're, we're nefarious and they're not. They're on this. They're on the right side. I'm sorry for rambling, but that's the way I look at it. No, you're right. It's because that's all they—that's all they've learned. I—I've talked to people like, for for example, over the weekend in Connecticut, there was a farm in um, of chickens, a hundred thousand chickens burnt in mm. a, a mysterious fire, which happened ninety something times last year. You know, during a, you know, the, there's a shortage of eggs and this and all these places are mysteriously catching on fire. Yeah, warehouses so too. So I have. So I have so many people that are like, well, what are you looking at, Fox News? So I looked it up. I found it on, on NBC. I found it on ABC, you know, local affiliates. The show, right. I'm like, look, it, this isn't, it's not something that they're, they're making up. This thing, these things are happening. There's so many bizarre things. It's like, let's, let's, this thing that happened with the police happened January, what, 7th? Yeah, it was a couple weeks ago. Right, yeah. Well, they they wouldn't come out with the the actual about footage. Three weeks later. Well, no, they wouldn't come out with the footage. Very and, and, and ironically, they came out with the the body cam footage the same day of Paul Pelosi's incident, and that happened in October. But both of them came out this past uh, Friday, which I thought was odd. But you know what else happened this past Friday? What's that? Biden, who warned a year ago that if we send tanks to Ukraine, it's going to be World War III, yeah. just are sending tanks to yeah. Ukraine. And, and, and here's the thing. I read the headline before the show. I said Putin is, is shoring up 200,000 troops. Uh, 
does he even have 200,000? I mean, he lost over 120,000 men, scores of, of upper-scale brass. He, he's, he's recruiting. He's, 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 uh, he's getting uh, guys in their 50s and 60s. This, is, this looks like Hitler's army in, in the fall of 1944. I mean, he's a desperate man. But you're right. I mean, yes, uh, we're, we're, we're toying with this guy. We're ignoring uh, the real things that should really alarm us. We're that much closer to the nuclear war based on the nuclear clock by 10 seconds. I know that's all figurative and whatnot, but we don't seem to be focused on that. We, we're focused on Memphis. We're focused on what Whoopi Goldberg says. And we're, not, and, and, and we're all happy with that, the fact that gas is under $3.50 and that Joe Biden's not as bad as we thought he was. It's amazing well, how quickly we forget. That's the thing. They, they drop everything on a Friday, so, so people don't always pay attention, and they're keeping us divided so we don't see what's happening. That, they couldn't have picked a better day to reveal the Paul Pelosi video. Couldn't have picked a better day, like you said. Friday and the same day that they revealed the video of, of, of Memphis. So there was so much time you can focus on one or the other. And quite frankly, you know, walking away from the, from the, from the Memphis thing, and I had a in a discussion with a friend of mine over the weekend, and, and, and she seems to think that this is completely legit. She's probably right. But why did it take months for them to reveal what happened that night? I, I don't get it. And, and why was he in there for half an hour before he decided to call 911? And why was he, on the 911 call, why was Paul Pelosi a little bit kind of confused to why the Capitol Police weren't going to come to his house as opposed to the San Francisco Police? It's just too many weird, weird, unaddressed questions. Not to mention, why did the original uh, uh, report from the NBC reporter, a reporter, by the way, he reported exactly what he saw on that body cam footage from San Francisco that night in October. He was suspended for telling the truth, and they took that story that he made off, offline. And these, these are questions that have to be asked. They really do. But no one will because we're not supposed to because we're, we're all on the wrong side of justice. So what, what does it matter what we I, I, think? Glenn, I know at times you listen to Beck in the morning. Did you hear that the, the guy that attacked Paul Pelosi gave a, a radio interview on Friday? Uh, this past Friday? No. What did he say? I didn't know that. I thought they hid him he, away for good. He came out. He, he called a radio station and Beck played it this morning. He came out and this guy, everything it says about this guy, he's the biggest lefty in the world. All of a sudden he's talking like Thomas Jefferson. Hmm. I'm like, wait a minute. Something's not right here. He's like, you know, tree of liberty needs to bleed. You know, I mean, the whole right. the whole thing saying he, he had him hostage because he wished he could have got more of the, you know, he's. It, Something's something's so wrong going on. Just nothing makes sense. No, nothing makes sense. And and I, I when they interviewed uh, the the guy with the ha- and by the way when he swings that hammer at Paul Pelosi that's a frightening frightening moment. That was that's a terrible thing. Knowing he hit an eighty some odd year old man in the yeah, head. And they, and they say, and, of force. and by the way, just for the record, Paul Pelosi might be the best looking eighty two year old guy I've ever seen in a long time. He's in very very good shape. But I don't care how old he is, a head, a brain is still a cranium. I don't, I don't care what at what age. Getting hit over the head with a hammer, and for him to have survived that and still have all of his marbles, so to speak, um, can, can, I'm, I'm happy for the man. But this just it's odd. Something's up. They did interview that guy and his neighbors. He, he, he was a nudist, hung out in an RV like Cousin Eddie. Um, very weird. I, I, to me, I don't know why. I just think that there was a history there. And he came back with a vengeance, and he started banging in the back window with, with, a, with a sledgehammer, and he broke in that way. I, we don't know the whole story, but I somehow or other think that there was a history there. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. I'm just like Jerry Orbach. I admit I'm wrong. But, sir, I got to go. But thank you for the call. I appreciate it. really do. Thanks, Glenn. Thank you. Have a good one. Uh, I got to do a break. <laughs> we got to do a break. We'll do that right now. We'll be back after this. Have you ever heard of a personal sh- location? No appointment necessary. All right. So I talked earlier. And, yes, this person's right. Stand corrected. I'm going to go to the right thing here. I mentioned earlier about uh, attracted trailers. Well, that was actually tractor trailers of, what, crates and crates, boxes of documents. Now I can't find it. Oh, this is so annoying. Uh, It's two tractor trailers of documents that Biden and the DOJ have sealed at the University of Delaware. This is, so this is, this has all to do with that, not his house in Delaware, or for that matter, his beach house. Or his son's house there in Malibu. No, not, not at all. But uh, two tractor trailers? Jeez, that's a lot of documents. Whatever. I, I, guess, I, I guess now it's just like, listen, just, let's just clear house. Oh, we got documents in the back. Yeah, take them. Well, they're, not, they're not a top secret. Take them anyway. 
Everyone and their brother is getting accused of, st- of having uh, secret uh, documents, including Mike Pence. I love Mike Pence, but he's the most boring politician ever. So hopefully we can move on from all this and really focus on what really matters. And to me, that is why, we, why, why is someone like Lindsey Graham running the show when it comes to how much money our tax, how much of our tax dollars are going 10,000 miles from here in a proxy war against our nemesis to their lesser nemesis? And to, to me, Zelensky, and again, from what I've known, what I knew about uh, Ukraine prior, it's corrupt as hell. And I don't want to see innocent people get bombed at, at just, just for being Ukrainian. I don't want to see that. But we give you billions of dollars and then you come over here and you say you need more? Eventually you're going to push this dictator to the edge where he's just going to, you know, the man, Putin, is dying. And it's, it's like the end of, you know, it's like Taylor at the end of uh, uh, Beneath the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> You know, he's just going to reach for the, for the last crystal and he's just like, well, now here's my last thing I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to set off, you know, the, a train reaction. Like, uh, like uh, Senator Stillman, or what was his name? Stedman. <laughs> I forget his name. Charlie uh, Martin Sheen played him in the, in the uh, here it is. I'm doing my movie thing again. But, you know, I'm just trying to say, like, the, don't toy with a dictator who's dying of some type of illness. Because now he says he's going to amass 200,000 people. Most of those people are going to be like in their 70s. And a lot of them are going to be from Iran and Syria and other rogue nations. This guy's a maniac. And he has no means of actually putting together a, a, an army that can get the job done. Do you know how many tanks? So I was reading this the other day. There are over 20,000. I can't remember now. There were thousands, over 10,000 tanks that Russia just left inside Kiev and other areas of Ukraine. Because they didn't know how to manage their war. And this was the big bad wolf we were all worried about. By the way, do you know that there's more people that live in Brazil than live in Russia? Now, now granted, you know, most of Russia is, you know, like, well, quite frankly, it looks like Watertown. It's frozen to death. But nonetheless, that's incredible. That's the largest country in the world. They've got 144 million people living there. There's over 200 million people living down in Brazil. I don't know why I know that, but I just uh, I thought that was fascinating. Go to the phones. Hi, you're on the Live at Five show. Dallas. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, good Lord, dude. SG. Where are you? I'm, are you I'm, you're in California? I'm in uh, San Diego. San Diego. Basket. Yeah, I, I, I haven't degrees. listened to you since I left, and oh my God, dude, you're on. Need to take a breath and Wait, enjoy but, life. See, it's so funny that you should say that because, to, if anything, I'm I'm reserving the right not to be like the Sean Hannitys of the world, to have an open mind, to talk out loud. What am I in your eyes or ears? What am I saying wrong, SG? Well, I mean, for one thing, I thought you might apologize to Paul Pelosi today instead of doubling down on it. It's quite obvious he was trying to keep the guy from hitting him with the hammer and giving clues to the 911 per- person, you know, who he was. And, you know, ca- he knows that it's not the Capitol Police there, but he can't get to the phone that connects him to the Capitol Police. Yeah, I, but, but at that it, point, it, at like that point, does it matter? No, 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 I know. I, I discussed this before. At that point, does it matter if it's the Capitol Police with the codes and the secret words? I mean, at this point, if you feel like you're going to, you, your life is in danger, you're on a 911 call. It doesn't matter if it's Capitol Police or not. I just, he sounded disappointed. That's all. That's is, all I'm he's saying. He's an old man. and he, he He's not an old man. The 82-year-old man living a multi, multi-million, billion-dollar San Francisco lifestyle is, is as vibrant as you are. That didn't happen yet. That happened on camera. I mean, that happened... Actually, we're yeah, talking yeah, over each you other. You guys are all, oh, it's a gay lover and all this baloney, and it's horrible, man. I, I just, I just I, don't I, understand I, I, by the, the way, that I, goes there. Yeah, well, first of all, I, I never said that for, for the record. Uh, well, you let, let, you let the uh, duck man or whoever say it. So uh, well, I, 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 I don't whoever. know. Yeah, you know I, I mean, it was said on your station a lot. Uh, whatever. And, I just, uh, and, and okay. Now, now that you know it's exactly what they said it was. Uh, okay, it, okay, SG. SG, stop, stop. Yeah. Why, 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 okay, so then why, would Nancy Pelosi not want this divulge of a crazed man, man you know, uh, breaking into people's place? Why would she want that story of her husband taken off, uh, offline when NBC did that, that very honest uh, report? It, it wasn't damning. 
Why would she want that taken off, and why did they comply with her? That, that's a good question, because don't you think? there was untrue things in there. What, from the report from NBC? No, the, nothing was untrue. Yeah, no there, no, there was some untrue things. Yeah, there was. I can't, I can't tell you right no, now. No, but you can't because you can't because it wasn't. No, I, I, the guy I, I, described I could, what we I could, saw. I could check my source and, and tell you tomorrow if I wanted to. But no, no, no. The guy, I by the way, the, it, right was, it was a male. It, it's not. It, no, SG, just relax. It was a male reporter. He saw the footage before anyone else did. And and then within hours after it was posted online, it was taken off. He was suspended. What doesn't? He doesn't, said they went they went back several feet into the room. Yeah, you know there was, it was that was not true. They, no, they, that was true. They, they, no, they didn't. No, everything they, he said. At, no, it's funny no you point, should say that. No everything that that reporter said was true. No, no point did they step backwards into the room. The guy they were at the door. Paul Pelosi was trying to keep himself between him so so they could have a shot of the guy if they needed to. He was at the door first, and then he stepped backwards. Yes, he and, did. And and and. and and then the guy came at him, and he went to the, out of the, well, away, ran away from the hammer. But in no time did he go back into the room. I think I, I, to me, it just felt like I, the guy. Watch it again. At that, read the report, <sighs> and then, then watch the video again, and you'll see the differences. There was there was many differences in that. But I mean, to me, it, it was like an unfortunate thing that happened, and and I didn't need to hear another thing the rest of my life on it. It, it, it sucks. It's a, a crazy man. But, but it's like, yeah, it keeps going and going. Well, no, because the, because the body cam came out three months later. I mean, almost well, four and, months and, later. It, well, yeah, I know. And, and the Ukraine thing, it's like, we we're, we're, don't want to repeat the mistakes of World no, War II. It's not, no, I don't believe that at all. Look, look, SG, I've got to stop you there. SG, listen, if you give a, a, a country, a, a, any, I don't care who they are, a blank check, and then they come out and say, we need more, aren't you going to start asking? They, what they, did, they didn't give them a blank check. Every one of these ones that's being approved, the, the big amount was approved that we're going to use this much money. Now, these, these subsequent ones are just approving the actual stuff they're spending on that money. It's not additional money. It's, it's the money that's already been approved. So he hasn't even gotten to any new money. All these, because uh, he has to request, we need this, this, and this. And, and Congress looks at it and says, okay, we'll give him this, this, and this. That money was approved a long time ago. And all right, so SG, you're in San, you're in San Diego. You're less than yeah. 30 miles away from the border, an unprotected border. Uh, there's now there's there's a cartel down there, you know, killing people at will. It, it's a war zone on the on the Mexican border, and yet somehow the you know the current administration, and for that matter, everyone in the on the liberal side, including yourself, is more focused on the on the borderline between Ukraine and Russia than we are right here in our own country. What does that tell I'm not you? Not really focused on either. I, 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 yeah, well, that's a shame that you're not. You should be, but you're well, not well, because I, I it do doesn't matter to you. you. I know more information than you do, but. I, I don't make it. That's not my main thing in my life. I just, you know, that's a. That I, I keep informed, but I don't. I don't need to run my life on. Oh my God, how, how horrible the conservatives are, or whatever. I mean, that 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 doesn't enter into my life. <laughs> well, it does because if it didn't, you wouldn't be calling me right now. But that's neither here nor there. What, what, I've been listening to you since. since uh, I know, but so, but yeah. you felt compelled because you said the thing about Pelosi, and I get it. I mean, listen. One, I never I mentioned anything him, about a tryst. He gets beat up, and, and he's, he's, now he's a gay. Lover. No, there's that's just wh- no. What, first of all, you're wrong. I never said that. It's just why why was the story taken down, and why did it take four months to see the video? This is simple as yeah, that. I don't know what to tell you. What actually happened? So like, right. read it right. again and watch the video. No, I have. I, my God, how can you not miss it? I mean, how many times do we have to see the video of the guy getting beat up in Memphis? Oh, have you seen it? Like, of course I've seen it. How can you miss it? Jeepers. I've seen it more than this Zacruda film, for crying out loud. Well, yeah, yeah. And like like CNN or MSNBC or whatever, they, they keep playing the same, the, the, that one in the Paul Pelosi story. Constantly. It's, it's like, a slow news week. I, all I can tell you, it's, uh, until until somehow or other something really changes in Ukraine, or if Taiwan is finally taken over, it's a slow news week. So we're just going to recycle the same old stuff. What can I tell you? Well, something, something, well, something's about to change. And, and those tanks the guy was worried about, I don't think they'll ever see the battlefield in, in Ukraine. We just approved it, but then they have to build them, they have to train them. I, I think the war will be over before. We're giving them tanks, them. SG. By the way, I saw oh, a report. No, no, they're, getting, they're getting tanks from Germany and, and us and uh, Poland and, and so Canada. Tanks, but the, the Abrams, uh, they're not going to get that till you know six months from now at least. By the way, I saw a report no. yesterday. I was watching Canadian TV, and the the Canadians are giving them. You guessed it, four tanks. They're giving them four, four tanks. So there you go.
Well, four tanks is better than no tanks. There you go. See? You want to <laughs> give them tanks to get rid of You're going to win this war. Win and or lose this war by proxy. No, SG, when no, is this war going to end? SG, when is this war going to end, in your opinion? Does it ever end in your mind? Does it matter? I, uh, with, within six months. Six months. Okay. Yep. All right, six months. Why? Why do you say? Just curious. Why do you say six months? Because because they're they're getting them all this equipment now for the spring when 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 the ground thaws and, and uh, you know the nice weather comes in the spring. That's when the offense is going to happen. That's going to just you know they're they're getting prisoners and old men and whatever in Russia now. They're already at the end. They they have no resupplies. They're, they're running out of ammunition. They're running out of missiles. Do you do know that you Russia, know? as bad as Russia is, they're still winning this war? Just because oh, of the nah. yes, they are. Does any? By the way, is is anybody invading? Wait, no, no. SG, listen to me. Is anyone invading Russia right now? Is anyone? Is anyone throwing bombs in Russia? Anybody? Because that 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 makes it a different war. No, okay. Russia's the aggressor, and and if, if Ukraine or anyone else starts attacking Russia, it becomes a whole different. All right. War. Well, because it, in, that's it, why we're doing. My definition doing. of war is if your if your capital is still standing, you won. Even if you're really lousy at beating up the other guy because you don't know what the hell you're doing, like the Russians are right now, if if Russia still stands, and by the way, it does, and the economy is still flourishing, you're not losing, SG. You, you get that? And, and do you know that they signed the Lend-Lease uh, agreement? So, like, the, this money, these tanks and things, they will pay us back for them. Uh, They're not paying England, us a dime. Come on, no, you know no, that. No, 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 no. Listen, England just paid off their Lend-Lease from World War II a few years ago. So, like... And Ukraine is an oil rich and and, and uh, it has a lot. Yeah, no. Uh, Kiss that money goodbye. Money. But, and, and, but whatever. That that money, a lot of that money is going to come back to us as part of our our budget. Yeah, future. okay. So Just like it did from Iraq and Afghanistan. All right, I gotta go. It did. Right. It, well, we're too, it did. I mean, yeah. Well, eighty years later, we finally got our dividends back from Britain. Come on. Well, Brit- well it's, it's our country. You know, if it takes eighty years, it's going to help the next generation. What does that matter? All right, I gotta you know go. What I mean? All right, SG. As long listen, as the money's coming back. All right, all right, all right, when does it matter when we get it? Got it. All right, SG. Thanks. Yeah, cool, man. All right, nice all right, talk. It's SG. He knows more than I do. All right. Okay. Hey, listen, if you feel that way, I'm not going to argue with you. Did I call it a tryst? Never did. Other people might have inferred. I know, you know, here, there, oh, something hanky-panky was going on there. It's a, the only thing I have about that, a couple of things, is the report being taken off and uh, the fact that it took four, four months to find out about it. And the caller before said, yeah, I'll release it on a Friday so they can, you know, so everyone's just excited to get out at 430 because that's usually the way it is. Got other things in your mind. Who cares about Paul Pelosi? He survived that, right? Crazy man in an RV. What's the matter with him? Those cousin Eddies of the world. Got to do something about them. 755-1240 is the number. 755-1240. Give me a shout. And uh, don't forget the 315 area code. Good show. Um, stirring things up here. Got a call from Walt Young. He wants to pick my brain about a project. And uh, we also got a little message from uh, one of the mean girls. Won't say who on Facebook. Okay, interesting. So if you want to be part of the show, by all means. Looks like we got someone calling in right now. And uh, we're going to take that call and see if it's legit. Hi, you're on the air. Good evening, sir. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. I'll change, change some subjects here. A little bit off the show, off uh, the noontime, the hotline. Yeah. Um, I, I love the monsters. I love the monster, uh, monster mobile. That was the coolest truck I ever seen when I was a kid. Yeah, it was. And I like to drag it underneath the stairs. Yeah, wait, wait, anybody wait, listen wait, to wait, the wait. Time show. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. Also, one more thing. Uh, as far as the monsters, what about Grandpa's hearse car? Did you like that too? Remember the hearse car? Oh, that he had? wicked bad, wicked. Yeah. I would, I'd like to go see him in the museum, all waxed up and stuff. Right. Like, I'm sure somebody has them, but I don't know where they are. But so, so which did you like yeah, better? The Monster Mobile was wicked. It had great big slicks on it and yeah. like pipes and stuff. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. I don't know why that you, you don't see that driving. Uh, which was better, the Monsters or the Adams Family? I like them both, and I like the Wendy with the braids. I always like chicks with braids. When I was a little kid, I liked the Swiss Miss girl with the braids. Like on a, you get it off on a hot cocoa, yeah, something like that. And the caller on the hotline on a noontime show, right? Said that he used to give the little kids uh, hot chocolate at the when they froze the 
circle over. And I remember that when I was a little kid. Boy. And I went in there, and then the guys were like, you want a marshmallow in it or not? And they put a big marshmallow on it, <laughs> and then he was having the hot chocolate. And when, man, did you have a sugar bus? But, boy, I'm glad they're freezing it. The fire trucks are probably putting water on it tonight. Yeah. And yeah. I hopefully, thank God, they're going to have good enough weather to freeze. Yeah. Which it seems like it is going to. Yeah. But, uh, I remember when I was a kid, but I'm so disappointed that they you can't slide down the hill anymore. I know, I know. They put all these fences up against us. Right. Need a three and a half million dollar pool, right. but you can't go and uh, break your leg on the hill anymore. Uh, sucks. Slide down a hill that doesn't cost anything. Right. I mean, if you got a four year old kid, don't let him go up to the top of the hill. Right. Or, you know, I mean, well, come, come on. on, four years old, cheapest. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, of course, what this gentleman is talking about is that uh, Park Circle was uh, shut down four days ago. They put the water on it last night, and they're building up a nice base of ice uh, for Snowtown, USA, uh, which was, by the way, dubbed by Walter Cronkite. I never knew that until recently uh, from the 77 blizzard. This is the Snowtown, USA, on John F. Kennedy's <laughs> dead. So anyway, uh, yeah, so that's, that's going to be great. And, of course, as you mentioned, they closed down the hill, or they limited the hill. And they put up the snow fencing so people can't uh, break their heads in, or necks for that matter. But Did I got to go. Do you know any yeah. follow up on the fire? Oh, the, the, the grand opening ceremony is Friday at Dry Hill, but are they doing the fireworks at the Dry Hill that you know of? No, don't know. I have no idea. I'm clueless. Someone sent me a schedule. I'll, I'll, I'll have it ready for the hotline show tomorrow. But right now, sir, I got to go. I got one minute left in the show today. I got one All more right, call. Sorry, bye. Bye. No, no, I appreciate you're good. you. No, Thank you're you. Good. You're good. All right, last call of the day. Hello, Dallas. Oh, someone was there. It was a woman, too, based on the, on the display. All right, what did we learn today? Well, nothing. We didn't learn anything today. I, didn't even, I couldn't even tell you the schedule for Snowtown. I couldn't even tell you that. Hi, right, you're in the air. Last call. Yeah. So um, I tuned in late, but um, I don't know if uh, you've talked about it or whatever, but... Uh, uh, Kathy Hochul and Jill Biden Fort Drum today. Oh, they were? I, I didn't even... There. Oh, Jill Biden. Yeah, I think yeah. they're still there right now. Right. Yep. right. Well, that's... Yeah. <laughs> no yep. one cares. So I don't know why they were there. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, but something set me up. Oh, uh, I appreciate... Yeah, no. I did a Snapchat today on it, so they huh. were there. So. Okay, no, I got to go, but thank you. Thanks for reminding us. Yeah, Jill Biden along with Governor Kathy Hochul of Fort Drum today. I'm sure it was. Uh, that's going to be covered on Channel 7. And you'll see it at News Junkie. AM 1240 WE10 Watertown makes this legal. Up next, CBS News. We'll see you tomorrow during the hotline. Until then, have a good night.